0: Here we go.
1: Here we go. Tonight we are live on Instagram. We are live on YouTube. And we are The Blended Life. I am Eric. This is my wife, Julie. What up? And tonight's topics are going to be...
0: um, We're going to talk about blended life financing. Or not financing, but finances. Parallel parenting versus co-parenting. And does your stepchild or stepchildren come between you and your spouse? We've got a, f- a lot to talk about yeah. today. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, let's get into it. Do you, yeah. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. All right. Welcome, everyone. Hey. Thanks for tuning in.
0: So you want to know one of my favorite things about Blended Life? What is that? By far has been um, being able to connect with people yeah. Like like us. Yeah. It is so amazing. I love it. I belong to support groups for stepmoms, support groups for bio moms yeah. because it's all hard. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're a step parent or a biological parent, right? It's just all really really There's difficult.
1: There's so many difficulties involved with it.
0: Yeah. yeah, there needs to be a support group for blended life marriages. So if any of you know of that, yeah. Send them our way. I would it's just it's also interesting because we all get very wonderful ideas and can bounce you know perspectives off one another Mm -hmm. talk down you know (laughs) someone who's on the cliff like come off the ledge it's gonna be okay so anyway but um so two of our topics tonight actually Mm -hmm. came from people from social media now the first topic is parallel parenting versus co-parenting yes and when you told me this, where would where did you find this on? Was this actually on
1: this was a comment left on our YouTube page. Nice. Yeah.
0: Thanks. Yeah. For whoever wrote that. Appreciate it. Um, so parallel parenting, what I think we should define what that even is. Mm-hmm. So I I kind of know just because my son was like in parallel play, which okay. is a early childhood terminology for you know all the scholastic people out there but basically parallel play or parallel parenting is when you're doing the same exact thing alongside the other person right but not able to connect right like not able to have that interaction Mm -hmm. so parallel parenting I would think is you know you're you're both parenting, but there's just no connection. There's no bridge there. You guys are just
1: right. But he's I,
0: doing your, you're doing one thing. The other person's doing another. Right, thing. Right. I think
1: her, I think her, her idea of that was parallel parenting, meaning uh, parenting with um, your spouse or as a couple.
0: So there. Okay. versus, so.
1: versus co-parenting as, and we can kind of touch on both of them. Yeah. You know, just in case. One's not the other one. I mean, other people might have different ideas, also.
0: I'm like, because you can, <laughs> you can parallel parent and co-parent in your own whole household, right? That that exists everywhere.
1: That exists in our household often. Yeah, we do both.
0: Yeah, I would say this is uh, one of our biggest struggles. You know, is parallel parenting.
1: Yeah, and the I think a big reason for us, at least, is because we have so many kids going in so many places.
0: <laughs> we Inclu- do. But then we have True ourselves story.
1: also. And we have different jobs and, you know, different... it would, There's just so much going on, um, not only in a blended family, but just in a regular day-to-day household. Yeah. And it can get crazy. And I think this is one of the biggest things that can um, really disrupt a marriage or a relationship oh, sure. or, you know, just any of it. Right. And... Kind of you know I actually while one of our other big blended family struggles is doing a blended family podcast and, <laughs> and oh wow and, and we have we have back to school night scheduled for almost the exact same time, so Julie literally just walked in the door from the youngest back to school um I
0: left just let me tell you all, I left my daughter's back to school night early like during the teacher's presentation and mind you my daughter's desk is like front and center literally of the classroom and so i mean i was polite and waited for a break and subject at least and kind of bowed out but yeah i mean we believe in what we're doing right. we're here but parallel parenting is
1: Well i didn't finish my story. Oh, i'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm used to this by now. Our viewers are used to this by now. <laughs> so oh. so while you were there and while i was setting up and getting everything ready yeah our friends at this big house, yeah, Esther and Jay, hey guys. they did a premiere and I actually, I wrote our, I hijacked one of your cards here, but their subject was um, things we wish we knew before marriage. And you talking oh. about that right now <laughs> just kind of makes me think about that because oh. they started it off with like. Everything's going to be all cakes, pies, and candy, and everything's going to be great. Mm. And then they really break down what a true, not only just a marriage, but a true marriage looks like. You know, a a blended family marriage, any type of marriage, what it looks like. And it was it was neat to, uh, you know, I was like, hey, I can only watch for a second. I'm setting up, but I ended up just watching the whole thing because they had a lot of really good points. Nice. And they had this uh, this. Anyways, you guys should go watch it. This big house, they're on YouTube, and they're awesome. Yeah. And not only are they a blended family. They're a biracial blended family raising like seven kids or something. It's crazy. Yeah. So go check them out. They're awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, But so back to the parallel parenting yes. thing. Um, You know, I think for us too, we find ourselves caught in that. Yeah. Because our kids are all in different, I mean, three different schools. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Nobody shares interests. We all have different hobbies, including you and me. Right. You know, you and I... You and me, you and I, whatever, us. you know, we, wees.
1: we're going to be wees.
0: All the individuals under our roof have very little in common. Right. And I think that is a huge part. So it is so much harder for us to co-parent, Yeah. you know, I mean, sleep schedules. Some kids are night uh-huh. owls. Some kids are falling asleep at the dinner table. Right. Um. I get up at 5 a.m. in the morning. I go to bed at 5 a.m. You a. go to bed at 5 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> And so we all just could not be more different. And that's a really big challenge. Yeah. So I think we've been trying right now to get on the same page. My gosh, we were just arguing about this this afternoon, right?
1: Arguing. I mean, Fighting, heated a discussion. Going
0: to drive my car off the cliff. Wow. I know. Not really. Thought it, about it.
1: It fixed the dent in it.
0: <laughs> Which was not my fault. P. I know. P.S. Bummer. Um. Anyway, so I think that we have to make an extra effort to get on. It's intentional, right? So if you're caught in parallel parenting where you are his and her kids, you know, you're you're primarily focused on your kids and their activities and making sure that their stuff's done. And I'm primarily focused on the same thing with my kids and everyone's different. And so there's not a whole lot of you know, crossover there, really at all. Right. And the other thing is hard. Let me just say this. With school and doctor's appointments and all of that, I have-
1: Sports and Well, let's just
0: talk about the step-parent thing. Okay. You know, it's hard too because usually, unless you have court-ordered papers or you have people that um, I've heard of in some of my support groups I'm in on actually social media, that you can get a judge to give you like- Rights without adoption? I don't really know how that works. Mm, Interesting. I haven't explored it. Comment below. Send us an email if you have information. I'd love to just
1: yeah, be interesting. Be
0: interesting to read. Yeah, but um, you you know, I I can't take your son to the doctor and just sign for him. Sign for him. I can't go unless I'm on a, a school list. Go get him from school. Right. You know, I can't sign him up for a sport necessarily. Because that has to go through you and your ex. You know what I mean? It's just there's so many things in place in a blended family that just create a natural parallel parenting situation. Yeah. I think if both parents are equally involved.
1: Yeah. A lot of boundaries. A lot of hoops and hurdles and yeah.
0: Yeah. So, but we're trying to co-parent. Right. 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 <laughs> Ish. I don't know, you guys. We're a disaster. It's, it's, such,
1: a hard, it's such a hard thing. And that's, mm-hmm. and that's one of the great things about doing this is we're not professionals. I mean, we're, we're becoming professionals by living this out day to day and just...
0: Life experience, life baby. Life experience. Best school ever.
1: But they're really, especially growing up, I, I remember growing up, I only had like one or two friends that had divorced parents. And now it's like, it's the new thing. <laughs> right? you're not Which is cool so you're sad. Not, yeah. Right. Well, but there yeah. there wasn't a lot of there's not a lot of thought or e- like learning for this. You know, what's I don't even know what I'm yeah. trying to say well, here. Well, and I
0: think it's really difficult too because you know every blended family is very different because every situation is different. Right. You know, custody arrangements are different. You know Schedules how involved. You know, relation yeah, in, inner relationships are different. Right. Some step parents have a magical, significant, immediate bond with the their unicorn step effect kid, The we unicorn effect. This. Yeah. You know, and some really struggle. Right. So um, I think that, you know, parallel parenting and co-parenting, how do you co-parent better in your family if you feel like you're you know, stuck in this parallel parenting? Because I will tell you, parallel parenting doesn't really fulfill you. right? You know, you don't feel like you're, on the same team you don't feel like you're in the trenches together because I'm doing it all on my side you're doing it all on your side and it it creates this divide and that is kind of not what marriage is supposed to be about right so how do we bridge that gap
1: so one of the biggest things that I yell at all the kids that I coach (laughs)
0: He coaches hockey.
1: I coach hockey. I play hockey. One of the things I yell at all the all the people I play with, mm-hmm. you know, on one of the teams. One of the teams is pretty good. Yeah. Um, communication. Talk. Talk out there. I'm always yelling. Talk, you know. Communicate. Even if you don't have the puck, let the guy who's got the puck know his options. Let him know if you're open. Let him know if you're not open. You know, talk to him. Because sometimes his head's down and he's focused on what he's doing He's not that heads is a up man off. for you. Hey, you had baseball analogy yesterday or, or last time. yesterday. Last did we time. <laughs> create a podcast yesterday? I didn't know. <laughs> they just that. watched it yesterday. <laughs> but, anyways, yeah, communication though, communication is key. Yeah, and it's something that you and I work on often. And the more we work on it, the more I, I notice our parents' style of communication. My parents, I was thinking about this today. I'm helping my parents move right now, <laughs> and I'm, I'm sitting there like their communication looks a lot different than yours, and mine. <laughs> or or how I would like to. You know, I show up at their house that they're supposed to be there 20 minutes from now, and I'm like, they're not here. You know, this is like 30, 40 minutes later. I left my phone at home. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way to communicate, and it wasn't communicate. It's just, yeah, it's a big, a big cluster. So communication is such a key element to any type of any type of relationship, mm-hmm. right? I mean, parenting, marriage you know, even dating, whatever it may be. Yeah. Communication is so big.
0: Yeah. And it's also the the hardest thing. And it's not it, because communication just by default makes you vulnerable. Well, and it, looked,
1: it looks so many different ways, too.
0: Yeah. But I think it opens you up for an argument. You know, when you I know this is my biggest drawback to i just want to crawl into a hole and live there and shut out you and everyone else because i don't want to fight right i don't i don't want to argue my last marriage i had enough of that to last me a lifetime like i have deep 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 scars from that and i it does i mean i'm not going to compare it to ptsd but you know when you and i argue
1: it's pretty close though
0: you see my reaction. Yeah. You know, like I, yeah. and it's not fair to you. It's not your fault. Arguments happen and I'm really trying to work on it, but I just have zero interest in arguing. Arguing with you. Yeah. Shut down With anyone yeah. at work. The same thing. Like, it's just, there's very few things, in my opinion, to argue about. I see that, and then I argue. I get it. It's very backwards. (laughs) I wasn't
1: going to say it, but...
0: No, I I do. No, right. You know... um,
1: Well, I think a lot of it, too, is just being touching on situations and subjects. Right. You know? If you can just realize, like, hey, maybe this isn't a fight. You know, something we were talking about earlier... You know, it, it was a discussion while we were arguing. Well, we, right while we were arguing, you know, it, it was
0: a discussion. It didn't. This happen. is what you it was tell a heated kids. Discussion. Oh, we were just discussing. I
1: do. I tell our kids that all the time because in my mind, I feel like they are discussions. We're trying to hash things out <laughs> rationally, right? Oh gosh. In the in the yeah, and we'd have to turn down. We'd have to turn down our <laughs> our <laughs> audio gains for the discussion sometimes. Yeah, but that really, it's a form of communication. So if you can harness that and learn how to do it without fighting and walking away or punching walls or whatever it is that people do, right?
0: Or name calling.
1: Or name calling. I was
0: appalled. I was on the stepmom support group. And man, some stepmoms, their husbands call them, Every name I mean this is what they say You know I'm you know One side of the story here But I can't imagine Talking to somebody you love With such disdain And disrespect And It's a big problem out there I didn't realize that And I don't understand Why people stay in relationships Where they are treated So horrifically But So I appreciate That you don't do that Thank you (laughs) i truly Yet
1: We're just starting I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I'm just kidding
0: See I try to be nice Yep and then we're he just poops all over it. Goodness. I know. Um, so, yeah. So, bridging, bridging the gap of parallel parenting for com- communicating. I think also you need to not only communicate. See, it's one thing to communicate what's going on, right? So, right. we're parallel parenting. And I will let you know what I'm doing. Like, I can communicate what my kids are doing and what I'm doing and, you know, what my plan is all day long. I think that you need to take it a step further because that's important. Right. Your spouse should always know what's what.
1: Be in the loop, yeah.
0: Right. You don't want to make your spouse feel like a fool. Right. Because when their spouse doesn't know what's going on and then they find out, they look like the village idiot.
1: And that's such a hard thing. No I, one likes that. No, and that's such a hard thing in a blended family and probably in any relationship though. But I notice it in ours. Yeah. You know, we're... We're planning with the other parent, we're planning with the kids, we're, you know, we're trying to do everything, I'm at work, or you're at work, or, you know, we're in different places, and we're trying to make these things happen really quickly, and all of a sudden, someone gets left out. And you and I have been working on this, this is one of those things that we work on all the time now.
0: All, period, the, (laughs) period, time, Yeah. period, period.
1: And it's such a great thing, but it's such a hard thing. And (laughs) I think we've learned to extend some grace there because before we could get offended very quickly and be like, uh, (laughs) this is, you know, like you didn't let me know, you know, this is a little late, whatever it may be. Yeah.
0: And I think that just comes to full transparency too. I don't think that whether you, whether you have trust issues or not, I don't think is even the issue. I just think it's respectful to, be transparent with what's going on. Oh, of course, of um, course.
1: But sometimes it, you just get so lost in everything going on. And there's that 10
0: million people you got to tell all this yeah, stuff to, like, to be fair.
1: How many discussions have we had in the last 24 hours that we have asked? Did Did I tell you this? Did,
0: it's been uh, a rough have, 24 hours, Have I told people. you this a
1: couple times now? And sometimes I'm telling you <laughs> things multiple times or I you're know. telling me multiple times. Or sometimes it's the first time we're hearing it. So keeping track of all of this... You need, a, you need a freaking Rolodex to keep track of our conversations.
0: It's very true. It's insane. So to take that a step further, I think it's super important you not only keep your spouse, your significant other in the loop. Right. But I think you really also need to ask for their opinion. Seek out what do you think. I don't, you know what? It doesn't even matter if you care or not. You may not give two flying you know, what's about your spouse's opinion. Airplanes. We all feel like that sometimes. Airplanes fly. Right. But to extend the courtesy and to make them feel included, to make them feel valued, I think you also need to just, hey, what do you think about that? Yeah. Or are you good with that? Um, and just check in with them and, and if you, or ask their opinion, be like, I don't know what to do in this situation. What would you do?
1: Or if you have a very strong opinion about something, just being like, Hey, I really feel this way about something. Right. But can I get your input? Yeah. You know, let them, let your spouse be part of that decision. Right whether whichever side you're on right you know let them know hey this is where I stand right but let me you know I value your opinion you need to you need to let me know
0: absolutely and I really think something that everyone needs to accept in a blended family is that the biological parent is gonna do what the biological parent is gonna do
1: yeah you say this
0: I do because I feel like if if you feel very strongly that your son should do something right and I'm like, I feel very strongly that he shouldn't. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen?
1: I See, I value your opinion though. Like if you truly think like something's not right or vice versa, something's great for him and I'm like, I don't, I don't love that. I think that's where you need to find that common ground in your marriage where you talk through both sides of it. Because sometimes you might be so focused on one thing and your spouse has a A different point of view on it right your spouse might be seeing something more clear than what you are yeah so I think that's a place to work towards where yeah you have all the power and know and the biological parent can basically do what they want to do right but you need to get your your foundation built strong enough that it can be a talking point to where you guys are working on this together you know yeah
0: Maybe my point then is, because I don't disagree with that. I would say that if there's been times where... This is where me
1: seeing things more clearer than you. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs>
0: but I think that...
1: Halloween's next
0: month. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, two months. Wow. The the year just slowed down for me.
0: Okay, you done?
1: No. Oh. Okay, now you can go.
0: Um. Like, oh, well, what was I even going to say? I don't
1: know. I'm sorry. I do this to you sometimes. But you do it to me too.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Eye for an eye. eye for We'd an be eye. blind by now if we played the <laughs> eye for an eye game. Um, no, I, oh, okay, so I got it. So the the greater point then is I think that you need to be accepting that it's okay if you give your opinion and it's not followed.
1: Yeah, you have to be okay with that. You have to that. be okay with Otherwise, that. Otherwise, you're just a little kid that if it's not your way, you're just angry and you're yeah. going to throw a ten- so temper I tantrum. So I get
0: it because people are very much like, oh, you asked my opinion, you're not going to follow it. Then why did you even ask for my right. opinion? You know, because sometimes people genuinely are interested in what you think,
1: and, even
0: if they don't agree with you. And I'm that most, is a real thing. I'm the
1: most guilty of this because I will ask your opinion quite often. And I almost just want a debate to see if my opinion. You like, want a
0: debate. No, Fun. but I just
1: want to see if there's things I'm just not seeing. Like I'm so set on something, <laughs> but you might see something differently. And I'm like, I want your opinion on this. I'm set on this
0: i'm set on this but
1: give me but but, find a reason give me a reason why i'm why this isn't gonna work and sometimes you just can't give me that reason so i'm just gonna go with what i'm going with
0: okay you guys this is the first time i'm hearing this so now i'm just
1: this is the first time she's listened Where's my crickets button? <laughs> Where's
0: like a knife and dagger? I don't know what's happening right now. This is right all now. fun and games. Yeah, this is part had, of our heated discussions. Well, we've had an emotionally charged day with one another too. Don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. You were there.
1: I I was on the phone.
0: You were it, on the I don't phone think on the other end of the line. it as much as it did you. No, this shit pisses me off.
1: Wow, now I got to split our episode again. Thanks That's to right. you. It's not. We're losing viewership because of your potty mouth. Oh,
0: can we... I want to tell everyone, I see everyone on Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in. I can't read your comments because I'm old and they're too far away. I will get in there and read them. Well, there's been a lot during this time. I just... Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining Meg us. Meg says that
1: she, Meg622 says that she appreciates our podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for watching. Thanks,
0: lady. I appreciate yeah. it. Um, we're a hot mess, but that's cool. We're figuring it out.
1: We're a blended family. We're
0: a blended family. Um, so anything else you want to touch on with the parallel parenting versus co-parenting? Mm. Don't you feel like, oh, I feel like we all strive to co-parent and I think some of you just need to be okay with there's going to be parallel parenting. Like
1: One of one of the biggest struggles for me. Okay. To cut you off? Are you done with that? Sure. <laughs> Sorry.
0: No, I I live to hear you speak.
1: I know. I'm just here I am. Um one of my biggest struggles in co-parenting with me with my ex.
0: Okay. So now we're moving out of marriage to ex. Not parallel. I
1: think that's more uh, you and I are more parallel parenting. I think is what she was getting at. And you and I parallel parent differently. But co-parenting with your ex. Okay. One of the hardest things to do with that is giving into those conversations. Not having the heated conversations, <laughs> the, the arguments, the debates, whatever you want to so like call them. like
0: biting your tongue. Yeah, but don't don't
1: just roll over, you know. But really knowing when to input and when not to. You know, is I think this...
0: you do a really good job with that. Do you not think you do? But it's
1: yes, I do now, but it's not oh. something I've always done. It's it's me having to learn and just be like, you know what? I'm not going to comment back to that. I see a fight yeah. starting there. There's no reason for me to put my input. I can see she's upset about something, whether I caused that or not. Something's there's a spark there. I'm not going to throw gasoline on that fire.
0: Yeah. You know, smart.
1: so just let it simmer down. Yeah. You know. I don't respond at that moment, Mm -hmm. you know, or if there's something I'm like, man, I could really just hammer it to you, you know, just don't do it.
0: Have you ever done that to her where you've been emotionally charged? when You started stuff. That was
1: the first two years of our afterlife, (laughs) you know, because I mean, really a divorce is just a death. You go through everything. You go through your mourning. You go through your grief, anger, everything. There's so many charged emotions there. And that whole first two years for us was nothing but like it was the gnarliest roller coaster you've ever seen. And then you learn how to just smooth it out and not fight and just really. Pick. Well, you
0: just get tired of it. That's too. part of it too.
1: It's all part of it. So if Who you wants can live like if you that? can really just calm down, yeah. Think before you speak. I mean, we've all heard that, right? We tell yeah. our kids this. Yeah. You know, if you can really just calm down, think before you speak. Um, you know, just. Just relax.
0: And also something I know we've said on our podcast, but definitely worth repeating mm-hmm. again and again, is not every text or email needs an immediate response. Right. Like, sit with it. Yep. Especially if it, if you read something from your ex and it, it, it sparks something in you that just pisses you off or makes you want to throw your phone or makes you want to cry. I would sit with it. You know, unless it's a life or a death situation, which 99.9% of this BS we deal with is not, you know, sit with it. Yeah. Breathe. Yep. You know, I you've been really amazing to me in that regard because I have I get emotionally charged and I can come talk to you about it. You know, and I can t- I can let my emotions out with you. And then they can come back. That's something that I really had to learn. I really had to learn because I am very much a shoot from the hip, fast response.
1: Well, and I'm also a fixer. in. So I've always wanted to jump on that type of stuff. But something I've learned is that I need to just sit and listen. Sometimes you just want to vent. Sometimes you don't want things fixed. That's right. right. And you just want to talk and you just want to vent and you just want to be heard. Yeah. And you don't necessarily want someone to jump on the bandwagon and go to battle with you. Right. You just want to be heard.
0: Yeah, because sometimes it can't be fixed. Right. And it's even more maddening when somebody tells you it can be fixed, <laughs> and you're like, "Hey, can't be fixed. Stop telling me it can. Yeah. Regardless if it can or not is really not even the issue. It right. is just like you know better, and don't tell me different, and let me be. Yeah. So let's move on to finances. Oh, Can
1: we save this for last? Uh, Even the dogs are angry about it. No, I'm just kidding. No, let's
0: do it because I don't want to run out of time. Okay. And these are the two things that people asked for. So the third thing, if we get to it, we get to it. If not, whatever. Okay. We'll bring it up on a different topic. But So um, someone reached out and asked if we would talk about finances in a blended family I think <laughs> finances I mean, in a blended
1: family are like finances in any family. They, I are. disagree. Do you? Okay.
0: Completely. Okay. Because nah.
1: you're right. Once you start digging into it,
0: I'm right. You're always right. I'm gonna get tea. Oh, it's on film. I
1: learned everybody. This. Yes, honey, you're right.
0: Put that into practice. <laughs> Off air.
1: I do. I told Boo! you just. The, I told you just the other day when we were having one of our heated discussions <laughs> the other day this was two nights oh ago oh my
0: god i'm so sick of having heated discussions you yeah, guys but you were completely so right it.
1: what you were what you were upset about you were completely right about it and i acknowledge that i said you were completely right anyways it was another blended family struggle and we'll you talk know about what that's time. interesting
0: too because that's not so satisfying
1: what being right yeah yes but you wanted to be right i and did you, and you but had you all... would think
0: that hearing that is like yeah like i'm I i'm want, yeah. cheering and it's It's just interesting to me, this is a total tangent, that being right is not satisfying to me because I am so disheartened that we had to argue in the first place. Like, I don't even care who's right or wrong in the end. I'm just over the argument altogether. Does that make sense?
1: But I think neither of us really talk to fight and win. I think that's a big part of it. We're not looking... To fight and win yeah, a battle.
0: I would agree with that.
1: And there's a lot of humility involved yeah. with that, you know? It's kind of like, okay, yeah, you know? So, yeah, when I tell you...
0: But that, then, it, yeah, I don't have a problem with being wrong, too. Yeah, me neither. Like, right or wrong, totally, I don't really care. I was really totally care. in the
1: wrong the other I day. I just
0: want resolution. Yeah. I don't really care who's right or wrong.
1: And that's the hardest part, I though. I it resolved. It's coming, it's coming to that resolution. Yeah. And that just comes down to communication. What does resolution mm. look like, right?
0: Mm. Yeah, so finances. (laughs) I might go on a different tangent We're going to go on a heated discussion
1: here, you guys. Here we go.
0: Um, I think we should say what we do. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You hate this. He hates talking about finances.
1: I don't because, well, yeah, I guess I do. (laughs) I'm
0: right again. Imagine that. No, No, yes. We're going to
1: put tallies up.
0: Um, Okay, so I will explain how it is.
1: (laughs) Yes, and then I will explain how it is. (laughs) And we'll meet somewhere in the middle.
0: So, how we do our finances? Um, because specific questions was asked: joint accounts versus separate accounts. We have separate accounts. We do not have a joint account. Um, we split household bills. So everything like uh, rent, gas, all the uh, all that. Um, we have a monthly budget for food, for household food, um, for internet, TV everything that's commonly shared in our home, we split down the middle and then I usually take care of my kids expenses on my end. He usually takes care of kids expense, his kids expenses on his end caveat to that. If either one of us is struggling, the other one always jumps in to help out. So, if I can't afford something that my daughter really needs for dance, let's say this happens, you know, he, Eric here is more than happy to pay for that while I can't and vice versa. If his children need something that he is out of money for the month for, I step in and do that. And that's bare bones how we do finances in our family.
1: Yeah. Is is that
0: right? <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at you like, and no, what's and then, happening uh, yeah, here?
1: Yeah. But it's funny, though, because, and this is just kind of another money tangent, though. I've noticed over the years, though, we've always, neither of us are real selfish with our money. We've always taken all of our extra money and splurged on one another. We we rarely, yeah. <laughs> it's funny, we rarely, like, hoard our money and go spend it on ourselves. We're always, we've always, it's just fun. Yeah,
0: you we're know, not, we don't really want for much.
1: Yeah, yeah we, we don't till we it. do. <laughs> We don't, yeah. do
0: you know what I mean? We figure out if I really want something, I'm not dependent on you to right. get it.
1: And I think that's another big, big struggle because something like going and buying a new car <laughs> right, comes up. And it's yeah, like, so
0: we pay, okay, car payments. Yeah. I pay my car payment. You pay your car payments.
1: Hi, my name's Eric. And I'm a, a caraholic. <laughs>
0: But, you know, and that's something that I have discussed with him. Like, I can afford what I can afford. If you want to spend your money that way, that's on you. But it helps us to not... See, the way we do it, we don't fight about money. And a lot of couples do. And we've discussed to join finances before. um, And... We've talked about it, and even, you know, we get, I think we get guilted in by other people that if you're married, you should be splitting finances, and if you're not willing to share every bit of your life, why are you married? And there's such a shame about having separate finances in a marriage that somehow that makes you less married or committed or bonded. I don't know what it is, but I will say how we do it now, we don't fight over money. Everything gets paid for we're generous and that's with the first and other. foremost as
1: long as everything's getting paid for and you are you're comfortable with the way that it's getting paid for yeah you know the way that you've divided it up you know yeah. even if one person's paying it and the other person's not paying anything but that's the way you guys are comfortable with it that's okay just yeah. make sure your day-to-day household everyday things necessities are taken care of and then Go and I think there.
0: on your daily necessities in a blended family, like household items, I think if both, I mean, we both work. So that's also very different than other people. I think it's, I'm not a stay-at-home parent and you're not a stay-at-home parent. We both, you're Quiza. <laughs> he works from home, so he's kind of a stay-at-home parent, but. Works. He has many <laughs> jobs. Works yeah. for his cars. Hey, real, real
1: quick too, we have a, we have a couple questions on Instagram or on sorry on Facebook and we will get to those. Yeah. They're off topic of what we're talking about right now but we will oh. talk, we will talk to that before
0: Yeah, we might whatever. go over our 45 minute hour mark tonight okay. but whatever. Um so yeah, so for us separate finances for now has worked. I don't foresee us joining finances. We do
1: However, we've talked about it.
0: That's what I just said. I know. I'm just saying. I'm, it.
1: I'm just telling you you're right.
0: FML. Um yeah, so we've t- we talked about it, but I think it's kind of like if it's if it's don't if it's not broke don't fix it. Why are you trying to fix something that get is fine? It's working for us now. It may change in the future. You know, I think that is something that Eric and I another great thing about our marriage is we're open to change. So I think if down the road we needed to join finances, I think we'd both be okay with it mm-hmm. if there was a need to do I so. I think there's a
1: lot of great perks with it too. You know, there's, yeah. there's a lot that comes with it. It's just, <laughs> we have, we've been this long without it. It seems like it would almost complicate things at this I point. I think it
0: would cause more fighting.
1: And we don't have... I don't want that. We don't have... The money issues, the money fights that you hear about in a lot of families. Welcome to
0: the conversation.
1: No, I'm just saying. Like, I'm just... I'm reiterating. Like, that's That's such a wonderful thing.
0: A lot of people fight about that. Yeah. That's
1: what... Yeah. So, if it works for you, like... Yeah.
0: yeah. Like I said. Yes, I'm... (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm
1: just going to get made fun of this whole podcast. Oh. I'm just telling you, like, yes, if it works for you, like, it's such a wonderful thing.
0: Yeah. I... And I think that people... Why we did it was because, and I think a lot of blended families find themselves there, you come into a marriage with separate accounts.
1: And you come into a marriage with separate
0: accounts. (laughs) (laughs) So you're already established as individuals, you know, and I think for us, you know, in the beginning at least, it's just a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work to join. And I just think that we were lazy, honestly. I don't think we were against it. It wasn't like we came into marriage and like, oh, I'm keeping my stuff. You're keeping your stuff. I think it was just like, uh Well, not to (laughs)
1: not reiterate what you just said, but (laughs) it just, it seemed to be working fine that way. So in order order to change it and to make (laughs) parallel accounts, (laughs) it would have been so complicated. It really would have complicated things. Yeah.
0: It definitely, and it just it works now. I mean, I um, I see that all the household bills get paid. You know, that's something that I do. You see, all that you know, we have separate. Yeah. We have separate phone bills. We have separate car bills. We have separate insurance. Yeah. Not medical. We're all on the same medical and dental and all that. But like, um, but if we
1: joined our car insurance, insurance. yeah, and, and simple things. If we joined insurance, <sighs> all of a sudden we'd have like.
0: We'd save money. We'd
1: save a ton of money. But
0: neither one of us wants to give up our insurance company. It's
1: not that I don't want to give up. It's just all of a sudden, like now we're complicating things. Right?
0: <laughs> We'd rather pay more to be less complicated.
1: We're just, yeah,
0: we're so weird, you guys. I don't know. That's what we do. I don't um, think we should
1: be giving advice on this. This is terrible. Like this is <laughs> no one can relate to this. Like we no, just. But
0: this is what works for us, and so right. maybe it's a different way to look at it than other people. I know. Um. Jessica, our friend Jessica, hey, she's listening and watching and she just commented separate finances is the secret to happy or at least (laughs) easier marriage. Amen, sister. And then
1: splurge on your other.
0: Yeah. And now, I mean, it's just, it's, it's fun. It's nice to have the autonomy where you don't have a spouse like checking, you know, what did you spend this on? I don't have, I don't get crap if I buy a hundred dollar face cream. Not that you would anyway. I would never know,
1: buy a $100 face cream.
0: You wouldn't give me, oh, you know, no. a problem. But, but some could, marriages are like that. Yes, you know, you share finances and you're looking through the statement. This and you're is looking why I on,
1: keep repeating what you say. You just say so many good things. I was going to say the same thing.
0: He's just hoping for a BJ later, guys. Who's BJ? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um. So let's... Sorry, Benjamin. Sorry, Benjamin. Um. But... Savings accounts, you know, we uh, that's something that I would say to do jointly. I think that's a smart idea to have a, a joint savings account. Work
1: towards your future together.
0: Yeah. So if you find you, if you do have separate um, checking accounts, or even if you don't, whatever, I think you need to have a savings account that's joint, that's at least something that is yours together. And you can use it to buy a boat, you can use it to buy a second home, you can More use cars. it. Yeah, no, you can... You should buy an airplane. Wow, helicopter.
1: I like helicopters.
0: Whatever, he has issues. Um, but
1: I have no no shoes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think that it's good to have a savings account that you both can contribute to. And so that's a little nest egg that you share. And then whatever is in that account, you both agree on.
1: And you agree on what to spend on.
0: That's right. So like you wouldn't just go buy a Ferrari if we had... $400,000 $400,000 in but our a savings account. No, you would oh. have to, we would have to like discuss that. Oh, okay. Hence the fighting, hence why we don't share accounts. There you go. Um, debt. Let's talk about debt. That was another thing she um, had asked us to bring up. So we both came into, well, you didn't really come into our marriage with debt. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it grew after we got married. <laughs> My debt is we have a separate debt without getting too into it. Um, and I don't, we're very respectful that, you know, I'm going to pay off my debt. He's primarily now it's a marriage. So if, if you know, shit hits the fan, sorry, beep, beep you know, there's no other good equivalent saying to that. Right. So when shit hits the fan, if I need help say one more time, okay. If I need help, you know, you are my husband. I do know that you will yeah. protect me and not let me sink in the deep end.
1: Well, and the other thing is, too, if your spouse has debt and you do have separate accounts, don't just hoard all your money. Help your spouse get out of debt if you're able to, if you're willing to, you know, be willing to. And that will then free up a lot of stress with your spouse. Yeah. Which then just frees up household stress, frees up household finances, whether you're, they're yours or not. Right. All of a sudden... At least someone's rich in the family,
0: right? Well, and I think that if you have separate finances, what's really cool about that as well is that you, well, you don't do it if you don't have a generous heart and a giving heart. Yeah. Don't be a hoarder with your money.
1: Well, and yeah, you know, it, but yeah. be
0: willing to help out where there's a need, fulfill that need. And that is a way that you can love on your spouse and love on your family. Absolutely. You know, it's it, there, there are financial needs, but and there are times when you're going to need, and right?
1: But don't do it giving to them, being like, oh, now they're going to owe me big time, and I'm going to rub this in their face all the time, and I'm going to hold this over their head all the time. Yeah. You know, because then. That's just going to create more problems down the road. Yeah. And you might as well have not done it in the first place.
0: Right. So it's kind of like borrowing money. Expect not to see it again. Yep. Type of a thing. But that's marriage. I mean, you shouldn't be in a marriage with someone just you don't trust. Just do it trust. for the
1: Benjamin. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm kidding. You shouldn't be in a marriage with somebody that you can't trust financially, you know? So, yeah. And that won't help you out if you're in an issue. And um, it's a beautiful thing to let... <laughs> Beautiful thing to let your spouse rescue you, whether it's financially, whether it is my car broke down and I can't change a tire. I don't know, whatever it is, let your and you know let your spouse rescue you from time to time. I'm gonna
1: call you next time I need a tire changed. Don't. Thanks, love.
0: I will let you die. On the side, I'm just kidding. I'll call AAA. Oh, thanks. <laughs> rescue him. I will help you or
1: send help.
0: <laughs> I will send help. Yeah. Um. That's right.
1: I can change my own tires.
0: Yeah. So, I know that, you know, what are some good things that you know about sharing accounts, though? Like, let's flip it.
1: Sharing accounts. Well, you're already on the same page. You know what's being spent. There's no...
0: How much money do we have?
1: Yeah, you... All of a sudden, your household... Physically, or or not physically, but visually, your household income just grew you know, because you only see your, your day to day income or your monthly income, whatever it is. And now all of a sudden you guys are, it, it makes you closer as a team. You're now going to work on those things as a team, right? Because you have to, because now you're sharing an account. So I think one thing that I think would be a plus for us is it would slow down some of the spending habits that you and I have. You, you'd think about it more like, Oh, you know, Do I really need this? Because she's going to see that I'm buying this or vice versa. He's going to see that I'm buying this $100 face cream. Do I really need it? Yes. Do I want to have this conversation? And
0: then I would be like, he doesn't want an old wrinkly wife. Of course he's going to want me to get Botox. Of Of course course he wants that Ferrari. Uh, Wow. No, we're talking about youth and beauty here. Oh. Wow, don't look around I'm like you kidding. don't see I'm a youthful, beautiful person you beautiful. in front of you. I love you. I love you. Anyway, yeah. Don't,
1: re- don't say things I said. <laughs> I already said that. Okay. We already established this, thanks.
0: What did we establish?
1: That you weren't going to repeat. I wasn't going to repeat. <laughs> now you're doing it. Eye for an eye. See, we'd be blind by now.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, I, you know, I think it takes a special type of relationship to be in a spot where you have a joint a joint checking account. That's you. It's amazing. Your, your hashtag life goals, you know, have a gold star. And if it's creating problems in your marriage, do something about it.
1: Communicate. Figure well, out why.
0: It's just if it's not working, if separate accounts aren't working and you're fighting about money, do something different. If you have a joint marriage account and you're fighting about that, do something different. Don't continue... The same exact thing and have the same exact fight.
1: The same exact outcome every time. I
0: mean, that's exhausting. You know, who wants to live that life? Right. So I would say, you know. There's so many
1: other things to argue about. Why argue about finances?
0: Yeah. Or, you know, some couples have separate checking accounts and a joint checking account. Right. So they have, they put equal amounts into the joint checking account and then they pay all the bills out of that joint checking account. So both spouses can see like where that's money is going, and then the rest of their paycheck or whatever go to their separate accounts. Yeah, that works for a lot you of guys people.
1: Cool or interesting way of things. Yeah. that you do. Comment, let us know. Just I know.
0: And then there's stuff that comes up later we'll for blended family. Well, cars for kids. Who oh. pays for that? You know, college yep. for kids. Yep. Who pays for that? Or you know, is there, we just haven't crossed these bridges yet? Well, we started to. We started to.
1: Yeah, the car. So, thing.
0: I mean, but there's a lot, you know, weddings for kids. Yeah. Who pays for that? Yep. And how does that get split? I mean, there's so many ways to do that that I don't even know. And that just re- all those things also depend on your your exes too. Like, what do they contribute to weddings and cars well, and, what and college their, and, and all what, that? And
1: well, and also, what are their standards? What are their expectations? Because one family might be well off, where the other family. You
0: know, can't afford the... Or one family's like, they don't need a car. They don't need college. They don't need to get married. I choose to pay for nothing. I'm just throwing (laughs) that out there is that there might be somebody (laughs) like that out there who co-parents with me. (laughs) They don't need these things. Yeah. Therefore, no.
1: And everyone has the power of no, right?
0: God. Who
1: has no... Or who says no holds all the power?
0: Yeah, same with sex. <laughs>
1: I guess I mean, unless you're in prison for it, you know that, that's that could be argued. What? <laughs> Anyways,
0: no means yes.
1: We read that comment. You're closer than I am.
0: Um, the top. It, yes. Okay, so that's kind of. Are we done with finances? Yes. That's kind of what we have to say on finances. If you have more questions on <laughs> it,
1: more specific questions. Yeah, I will email you back to
0: or message me on Facebook or Insta. And we have parents um, that are
1: really good at finances too. So.
0: Yeah, my mom's a financial amazingness for a whole company. And so I, I learned a lot from her. You would think I'd be better off. You're great. Um, so, my fi- so we have Andressa. I hope I'm not butchering your name. I'm really horrible at this. Pretty,
1: why do why does everyone have pretty names these days?
0: You don't love my name? I love your name. Whatever. <laughs> so my she says, so my family encouraged me to ask for child support. Now he mm. isn't working mm-hmm. and is fighting for more custody mm-hmm. wasn't worth it. Now my kid is absent from my blended family trips. Should I get a lawyer?
1: Oh yeah. That's a
0: rabbit hole, my friend.
1: I've seen and heard and done and witnessed and been a part of all of this. And it's such, like Julie just said, it is such a rabbit hole. Because on one hand, you're getting child support, which is great. On the other hand, you are fighting this battle (laughs) of child support, which is terrible. Now, getting an attorney is going to cost you A lot of money regardless of you're paying it or he's paying it now someone is gonna pay it he's most likely going to be court ordered to pay it but doesn't mean he will pay it and I know this because I've seen this happen in my previous relationship and he's something like I, I mean thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars Behind in child support. And what that does is that creates one bigger thing to fight and argue about. Mm. So that that's just, one, that's just one of the things. Now, if you can survive without the child support or you can survive, and, and I'm not talking about like living lavishly. If you can get by day to day without child support, it's going to allow you to get to that co-parenting. If you know it's going to be a fight, it's going to allow you to get to that co-parenting so much quicker mm-hmm. because now you don't have the money aspect
0: well and nothing makes me more angry than a parent who doesn't want to pay child support so they fight for more custody
1: and that that's where I was going next
0: I'm like come on now and
1: I've seen that happen now all of a sudden the kids are caught in the middle and in all sudden this uh percentage is part of it and yeah I've just I've dealt with all of this um I've been at a point in life where I've paid a ridiculous amount of child support you know i'm at a point now where i (laughs) i i've had my kid more more than you would ever want to deal with you know or you would ever expect and all of a sudden you're paying child support so they're doing that fight thing and then you know now we're at a point where we're 50 50 but i still pay but I, i make every conscious effort to pay for everything as much as possible now with our co-parenting has come along and then the financial part has really just settled now we can co-parent and we both pay 50 50 if if he needs something you know Mm -hmm. it was to the point where like our son needed pe clothes the other day and he's at his mom's house and he him and i just have this relationship where he calls me and he goes hey will you get me this and i go well um you're with mom have her write a check and i hear her yell on the phone like, it's 20 bucks. I will just take care of it. Because I'm I'm like, tell your mom I'll Venmo That's her half awesome. of it. That's awesome. Good. I'm like, I'll, I'll Venmo her half of it. It's no big deal, you know? It's like, it's 20 bucks. Like, why are you even discussing this with your dad? You yeah. Know? But, so you can get to that point. Mm-hmm. But I think if you are fighting about dollars and percentages, it can become such, just to put it politically, it can become a swamp.
0: Yeah. You know, one thing that I've done... A lot when I wanted to get an attorney, um, I actually where I work there's a family law attorney right down, literally the next door over from my office, and this is advice I w- I love to give to people because you can actually most family law attorneys will let you go and pay like an hour, right? So you pay whatever their hourly rate is. Mine is our attorney's a neighbor so he charged me 75 dollars for Which an is hour
1: ridiculously cheap yeah that's very cheap most most attorneys in this day and age hundreds prob- of dollars yeah i'm gonna say on the low end is gonna be like 150 bucks an hour
0: yeah To yeah. A
1: high end probably about 300 an hour yeah and it's not like hey just go to court for me they have all these papers i mean by the time you're done dealing with this, you're going to end up with, you're going to occur thousands of dollars just to get through the simple stuff.
0: Can I just finish my I'm point, sorry, I'm just,
1: that's to your point. Like, that's ridiculous. My point
0: is, is that if you find that you can call around, and maybe not every attorney would do this, but pay for an hour and go in and just ask questions. You know, a good law attorney will tell you if you have a case or not. A good law attorney will tell you, a family law attorney will tell you is like how much child support. There's like a calculation, right? I think you can even go on the computer and do it yourself. I mean, sometimes child support is a life changing amount for a family, and sometimes it's not. And you really have to discern if it's worth the fight and worth the money to go to court and get a lawyer and lawyer up. If your spouse, Andressa doesn't, or your ex, I'm sorry, it doesn't work, then he's gonna accrue back child support that maybe will get paid someday well, and then when people. he gets a job. I don't know. Is is it worth to fight for something that he's not going to do anyway?
1: Well, there's some people that are just going to dodge it all the time, too. They're yeah. going to work under the table. They're construction workers. They work for an uncle. They, yeah. You know. and
0: Or they job hop. I mean, I'm in HR in my day job, and I have employees in the past who, as soon as child support finds them at my work and we get those orders, they quit and go to the next job and then they find a job. They work there until child support finds them in that job and they get papers. Cause it takes a while. It takes a while for child support to know. I don't even know how they find out you've got a new job.
1: Social, your social security number. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it, I mean, but pa- the process and paperwork takes a while. So a lot of people job hop to dodge child support. It's really sad. Um, I think child support, is a case-by-case basis, too. Sometimes, totally I mean, is. me and my ex, we, we divorced without any child support and no alimony. Nothing. There was no money changing hands on either end, and that was a more peaceful way for us to end things, and I was working full-time and could take care of my kids and I on my end, and, you know, he was on a career path that was going to be lucrative for him, and so there was just no need. I, I didn't... It's been I didn't, so much cleaner like that. It's too. just been easier. No, it I like, can't frust- imagine that fight on top of all the other fights we do have.
1: It's ha- it definitely has its frustrating moments. Whether you're like, you know, there's things that do come up, but also don't go after someone just for the money. Like, do you really need ten thousand dollars a month in child support? You know, if you're, if yeah. you're, if your baby daddy's a superstar rapper or you know, a, a film. Oh, star, then go get whatever, child
0: support. Do it. Uh, But,
1: you know, it. it really, like, just just calm down and just be like, hey, do I really need this? Or can I truly just live with this person out of my life, co-parent with them? is just about the kid, and, you know, like, the kid might live a little bit different lifestyle at each house. I don't think that's bad either, though.
0: No, kids get their eyes opened to life choices, and that's educational. You know, unless it's an abusive or, like, they're not. Yeah. I mean, there are situations that it's not okay, but if they're just having to have, you know, they can't go out to eat, they have to cook in. That's not that's a bad, okay. that's okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> You know, I don't know what I was going to say. I just, this is a very touchy subject too, it like well, child and support. Such, and it's
1: such a deep subject, but there's so many <laughs> rabbit holes involved with this.
0: Yeah, and I think that you just need to see if it's worth a fight, if it's going to be a life-changing amount of money. Um, if he's even going to be able to pay it. And also, you know, I've heard a lot of stories about, you know, if he has no job and you go to court and he decides to lawyer up, you're now stuck with his lawyer bills.
1: Well, as well, if you're out earning him.
0: So if you are out earning him and he can prove that he can't afford to,
1: or manipulates it,
0: Pay, yeah, if he can't afford to pay for representation and he's accruing bills with attorneys that he can't pay, and you are out earning him, a lot of stories I have heard and witnessed that you're stuck with those attorney bills too. So, so I don't know, is $200 a month in child support going to be worth tens of thousands of dollars in attorney bills if it gets ugly? I mean, well,
1: also remember I don't too know. that. Child support, or at least in the state of California, can be switched. It can go one direction or the other. Yeah, you could, you know, and they
0: could be like, "You owe him child support." Yep, <laughs> Congratulations, that could, to- yep, that could
1: totally happen. Or he could come in with a lawyer that totally manipulates it and manipulates what he earns, and somehow figures out how to manipulate what you earn, and now all of a sudden you're stuck paying.
0: Yeah, it's and you just, can't it's once hard. you're kind
1: of in that child support system. It's almost impossible to get out of it because me and my ex have tried to get out of it, and it doesn't happen. Now, we've gotten it down to, like, where, you know, you know, I don't even think about it, but it's like, why can't we just opt out together, and you just can't do that? Like, they they want you there.
0: Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, it's you You'd have to go back to court, I think. So, anyway, Anyways. should we... Do the last little bit here. Let's get our
1: last little bit. And some reason our.
0: Sorry, Instagram.
1: Instagram. It <laughs> shut off.
0: Yeah, Maybe it's out of battery. I don't know. Oh, this is our first time, so I'm not sure. Um, We're anyway. Okay. So we're going to do something else I really quickly want to talk about. Because another thing on social media that's come up a lot is stepkids coming in between marriage. Right. And I get that. I don't disagree with that, but I wanted to end tonight with a rethink of that perspective. And I think that it needs to be less of blaming the stepkid for coming in between your marriage and more of the parenting of the, it's more the parenting of the stepkid that's coming in between your marriage than the actual stepchild.
1: Well, and we're the adults in this relationship too, right? Yeah. You can't blame. I mean, yes, there's going to be your difficult stepchildren. People are going to have difficult okay, stepchildren. Okay, but
0: listen, if your stepchild is rude, you shut it down. Yeah. You don't allow it. Come,
1: it. That's yeah. It comes down to that parenting. Like, <laughs> if
0: your stepchild your disobeys, spouse, yeah.
1: You need to have that conversation. You stop
0: it. Yeah.
1: With your spouse, and it needs to start with you guys.
0: Yeah, but it's how you parent that child. If that child's allowed to be disrespectful, if that child's allowed to disobey, if that child's allowed to be naughty with...
1: I thought you were going to use another (laughs) split word.
0: But I mean, that's it, you know? And then that child acts out in that way, and then that is like you're disagreeing about... You know, that's a really hard thing because you're not the bio parent, or you are the bio parent, and you feel torn... Because you want to make your child happy, you want to make your spouse happy, and, you know, you may not. But it's, so I think that it's, you know, you you have to honor your spouse first and foremost. So if something is your step, so if something your child is doing is righteously upsetting the step-parent, whether you would be upset by it or not as the parent isn't really the issue. You need to honor your spouse first yeah I think that there's a lot of grace extended for bad behavior if your spouse knows that you have their back and if that you are going to protect them and that you're going to defend their honor
1: yeah
0: so I just wanted to say that I think it's a lot more about the parenting than it is about the actual stepchild doing anything so horrific that it tears a marriage apart yeah it starts with you children
1: children should never be able to come between your marriage
0: Yeah, you're doing it wrong if they are.
1: Really? And going back to this big house, they had a great topic tonight. Oh. And I just want to give them just one more shout out. But they had a thing where when you go into a relationship, they're asking, you know, should we both have equal percentages? Should you be 50% and I be 50%, you know? Of what? Is it a, is it a good, in a marriage, should we be 50-50 on a, on a relationship? No,
0: everyone knows it's 100 and 100. And they pointed this out today. Boom.
1: and it was And it was such an awesome lesson that, and they really explained it well. So go again, check out this big house, a blended family, and they're just, they're killing the game. The blended family game.
0: I thought we were.
1: We're right there
0: yeah go check them out you guys they're awesome um yeah <laughs> thanks everyone for joining us tonight we appreciate your time
1: yeah so check us out on another social media platform leave us lots of comments give us thumbs up leave us some reviews those five-star reviews that they will only let you give <laughs> and uh just thanks you guys for tuning in with us yeah till next week we we'll love see you later you guys here all right thanks
0: you guys good night Bye. Hey, it's Julie again. I hope this episode of Blended Life started a conversation that you will finish in your home. But I get it, right? Sometimes you need more. My offer still stands. If I can interest you in a free one-on-one breakthrough session with me to see if coaching is right for you, contact me now at becomingheardnow@gmail.com at gmail.com and let's get you unstuck. BecomingHerdNow at gmail.com. I look forward to it.